Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Um, obviously, as the special teams coaches got together, it wasn't exactly what we were looking for. Uh, but as the game evolves, we got to evolve right there with it. So um, it's something my assistant and I, Luke Thompson, have really looked into this offseason, and we'll continue to look uh, throughout training camp. What are the the keys to it? What are the you know we have to study all the college tape. That's what they've been doing for a couple years, and and reaching out to those buddies that are in that game. Uh, to kind of figure out the tricks to it. Uh, it's going to be all new to us. Is it going to change a ton? Possibly not. Um, you know, like Coach mentioned, uh, we got Jamal Agnew. We're going to want to, we want to return. So we're going to try to return as much as we can. Are we going to fair catch uh, at times? Potentially. But I think if you have a returner like we do, you still want that. It's a big part of the game. It's a big part of momentum. It was a big part of our season last year down the stretch of flipping the field, giving the ball to the offense on the other side of the 50. Uh, it, it was a huge part of what we did. Does it just seem like they're trying to legislate the kicking game away? For people on the outside, it looks like they want to get rid of it. I mean, how do you see that as a special teams I don't look at it that way. I look at it more it's a safety issue. They're trying to figure out another way. If we can prevent one less concussion, uh, I think it's valuable. And I think as a, as a coach, as a former player, we're, we don't we don't want those as well. We want it safe for the players. Um, we love to keep the traditional aspect of the game as much as we can, uh, but we have to look at safety. And and, and I agree with that 100. percent If we can help the game, we'll do it. Can so, it be safer? I mean, does this change the safety? There's been an argument that you know pinning guys deep creates more hits on sideline. I mean, does are they getting the kickoff safer according to the way they used to? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's. I think that's going to be. We'll we'll find out a little more information this season. Um, there's a potential. You have just as many kickoffs because now the squibs. Maybe some of the directional kicks will come into play. Um, that maybe because you're getting more touchbacks. You know that on the fair catch. That maybe teams get a little more creative. So I don't know. I, I think that's all part of every special teams coach across the league is doing what I'm going to do of really study it. How can we help our team? Uh, and maybe it is fair catch. You know, what does that look like? And, and, and trying to come up the best answers to kind of help our team. Have you thought about it much from that, that standpoint, from when you are kicking off? Do you just kick it out of the back and say, all right, to the 25? Or are you a fan of maybe trying to squid more to see if you can pin them inside the 25? Because obviously where they start, it's a big deal. You want them to start inside that 25. Yeah, I, there's a big advantage to pinning them inside the, inside the 20. So. We're going to try to cover kicks. I mean, that's part of the deal of pinning them inside the 20, going 80, 90 yards uh, versus the defense is, is valuable versus getting to the 25. There's definitely a big percentage uh, change uh, of scoring when you do that. So we'd love to cover more kicks. Are there times when we, we're going to uh, you know, kick touchbacks out the back of the end zone? Absolutely. Um, but we, we love covering kicks. We have a good group covering. Let's take advantage of that if it helps us that week. I'm sure Doug and Trent probably asked you about when the McManus thing came up and just wanted curious as to what your input was on that. Uh, we were excited to get him. I mean, Riley did a fantastic job last season for us. He was a big part of some big games for us, you know, one of the biggest games in, in Jaguars history. Uh, but getting the opportunity to add Brandon. Brandon, um, you know, he had reached out to me, so it was a guy that wanted to play here. Um, I think that just kind of gives you the, the picture of where the culture's gone. You know, when you have players that are free agents after getting released and say, hey, coach, I would love to play here. Uh, the, the, just a testament of what Coach Peterson's done, what the, what the, the, the overall team, what, what it's like to be here. 
Uh, so it was a guy that wanted to be here. Um, and then it was an opportunity to get better as a, as a group. Um, you know, I said Riley did a really good job, but this is a guy that gives us a lot more flexibility, not only on kickoffs, uh, to be able to pin them deep and do some different stuff, uh, but it gives us a longer, uh, you know, kickoff line on Sundays. Uh, you know, at times later in the season, some of those lines got shorter with Riley. This won't be an issue, and, and, and I think that'll free us up to potentially maybe not go for one when it's a longer, longer distance on fourth down. Maybe that's three points that we could take advantage of. So it just gives us a lot more flexibility to add a, a, to a very good kicker, one of the best kickers in the league, to our roster. We had to take advantage of, advantage of it, especially for a guy who wanted to be here. Did you know him going back? Have you guys crossed paths? I've never, I've never uh, had the opportunity to coach him. Um, I have met him uh, pre-games and stuff like that, had some conversations. Um, so it was, a, it was a pleasant surprise when I got a phone call from him. <laughs> Uh, but uh, like I said, anytime someone wants to come here uh, and, and, it, and it helps us be a better football team, we have to explore it. Uh, we have to look into it. And if it helps us just 1% better, we're going to do it. Keith, in your experience uh, with the coaches you've uh, been under, does having a kicker where they have some confidence, 50 and plus, does that change the play calling in any way? Does it make them more conservative or, or more maybe – Take a chance more, or can it go both ways? I mean, I think I think you, that's a question probably for Press, uh, but I think Press would definitely be excited uh, to know that hey, we don't. This isn't a four-down territory. We're in range here. Uh, you know, go try to get the first down. If we don't get it, we're fine kicking this. We got a good opportunity to get three points right after this because that line, that kick line, is so deep. Um, you know, last year in Denver, they sent them out of a bunch of long kicks. I don't anticipate us doing that as much as they did, uh, but you do have access to doing that, which is a huge advantage uh, of, of maybe it's right before half sending them out there for a 60-plus yarder. Uh, maybe it's a game winner. Those are valuable, uh, you know, with those three points right before half. Maybe it's end of a game, just game-changing points because they all come down to one possession down, down in, the, in the NFL. Coach, is there a tremendous difference with where you will let him kick from as opposed to watching him kick a mile high with that altitude? Does that translate to Jacksonville? Is it the same or is it a little bit of okay. I mean, it's definitely the altitude is, you know, is a big advantage. But, you know, I've, I've watched this guy. I've watched, uh, you know, most of his kicks over his career, and he's had many kicks of 60-plus uh, away from mile high, including in Seattle last year, a 64-yarder that had the distance. And, uh, my background in Seattle, kicking towards that end zone, uh, the open end zone in Seattle is a tough place to kick. So he still has that elite leg strength um, that in mile high maybe help him a little bit. But he'll, he'll, this weather here is good enough. He'll, he'll be able to kick some long kicks if we ask him to do it. And this time of year, what do you look for from new guys on the roster to stand out to maybe help you as a gunner or a core guy? Or what can you see this time of year? I mean, I think the buy-in is the biggest. So. The guys who come to my office voluntarily on their own, the guys who stay after practice and want to do drill work on, you know, by themselves and, and ask questions, I think that's the biggest thing. How much is the buy-in? Because a lot of these players haven't played a ton of special teams in college. So getting the opportunity to kind of see what that looks like. And then can it translate to our game? You know, a lot of these guys have never protected a punt pro. They do the spread punts in college. So can they do a, a kick slide in the National Football League? Can they do a gunner release versus a vice? Those are things they've never seen, never done. Uh, so I think those are things that show up. Can they learn our techniques? Can they, can they do the NFL, what they're going to be asked to do in the NFL? 
uh, and teach them the tools of it. Can they do it? Just preparing them for training camp because that's really when it's when it's going to get competitive. Doug mentioned the three uh, defensive backs: Antonio, Braswell, and then Hallett that you guys drafted, and the contributions they can make on special teams. What have you seen from those three? Love all three of them. They they they've been fantastic. I liked them in college. Um, Antonio, starting with him, he's big, long, and fast, and his play speed shows up. That's another thing I was uh, excited to see when we checked the GPS is the miles per hour. Uh, just even in practice, it translates really well to him. So his length, his speed uh, is going to be a value on special teams. He's very smart. He understands the game. And he, and, and he was well coached in college. He has a good understanding and, and better than most guys coming out of college to translate to special teams. So excited about him. Braswell's been really, really good. Um, you know, he's a, a smaller body that sometimes doesn't necessarily translate. But his toughness, uh, his buy-in, he, he cares a ton. And then Eric, uh, he, he's doing the exact same thing. They're learning new stuff. He's getting better every day. So those are three guys that are, have a big impact on the later part of the roster, the, the last few rounds. The biggest thing they could do is, is be a quality backup and then be a, a big contributor you know, for us on special teams. With Antonio, I know there was some questions about his 40-yard time, so I'm curious with the GPS. I mean, did you guys regard him as a guy who had speed? We, we did, and, and, and I liked his game speed. Um, and so that's what, uh, you know, we thought we, what we saw on tape, and then we checked the GPS since he's been here. It shows up what we saw on tape, which is, which is more valuable than a 40 time or anything else, is what is their game speed? What does it look like, you know, matching up against another guy, you know, running down the field as a gunner? That's where it's going to show up. Cover guy stuff. Thanks. That's Thanks. it. Thanks. Appreciate it, guys.